I just finished doing drywall a little bit. I was doing some drywalling, some mudding, you know. Yeah, no, well, probably the opposite. <laughs> Honestly, I it's there's something very, very satisfying about uh, and absolutely the least illegitimate thing ever. Just probably doing the, just the most legitimate. It's the most legitimate drywalling. You can't get more legitimate than that. Painting. Painting, painting, the, 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 the cousin of drywalling. Painting is, uh, <laughs> painting is, is a good, good part of it, for sure. It's beautiful cousin. It's a really sexy cousin. Yeah, though nobody, everybody's paying attention to painting. Meanwhile, drywalling, that's the real, the, the bones of the, situa of, of, of the situation. It's keeping this family together. Yeah, maybe it's like the skin. The bones are like the wood in a house. The wood is the bones. The brick is the bones. Uh, and the drywalling is the skin. And the, the painting nurse. is the... I'm not going to lie, you guys. I've lost it. <laughs> I've lost the analogy. Um, so, yeah. welcome, welcome to Ponzi Scream, everyone. With us today is the, uh, is the beautiful, hot cousin of Ponzi Scream, Elsa Eli Waith. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool cousin <laughs> and we're here to talk uh with them about some beautiful things uh i'll see you like tell us tell us about your painting gig tell us about your experience with painting we'll start with that oh. let's start oh with jesus that. i love i miss painting i love painting I, I like painting a person's house or apartment and giving it a fresh coat making it look nicey nice and all clean um but yeah i uh, i used to i used to paint all the time um and it's it's fun it's a good like sort of like meditative activity too you just sort of like get into it and mm -hmm. and uh just you know as you're as you're hitting that nice up and down stroke oh i'm sounding sexual um <laughs> i mean i say it's maybe one of the like less skilled or skilled trades but it's a skilled fucking trade as in like people people forget it's not just slapping paint on the wall like oh my god i fucked up by painting for so long because i can see like people's mistakes when i go to their house you know and i'm just like mm. i'm just fixated by it i can't see anything else but the mistake yeah, yeah dude if you go onto youtube uh, which i have done and you go start looking at like the i've the, been like, on youtube no david uh, uh you go looking at like the this old house style kind of fucking you uh videos the first thing you learn if you look at a painting one is that uh if you've ne if you haven't looked at a video about painting you've probably been painting wrong your entire life oh like, yeah I, you've probably been painting it totally wrong yeah like i remember being a child and like sticking the entire brush into the Ugh, paint can and just be like Blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, yeah, and then realizing after looking at a couple of these videos, like uh, this one Canadian guy's like, first, what you got to do, you got to take a completely empty spare paint bucket, put just like a teeny little bit of paint in there, dunk the brush in, wipe it off, middle of that brush, it'll hold all the paint that you need. And I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I'm actually a lot of times just straight up holding the bristles sometimes. 
Yeah. And yeah, uh, yeah that's that, that, that trips people out. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm painting, please move. Um, <laughs> I, I hate when like, they also never hire a painter. Just leave, just leave the fucking house. Just leave the fucking house. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't watch us. Don't watch us. Don't, Oh, don't you, oh, you, oh, advice. Oh, oh, oh. You oh, my God. Oh. I mean, because sometimes what I'm going to do is look really stupid at first. Just, but tr- shut the fuck up and trust me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I, I don't like painting when people stay home. It, it's literally the worst. Go, wait, go, wait. go do something for three hours. Wait, so they, wait, so you had multiple people like, no, I'll just, t- I'll just hang out. I'll just hang out. Yeah, I'll just hang out. I want to fucking talk to me and shit. I mean, you're a like, nice well, person. You're, you know. I mean, yeah, but I also want to just paint this shit. Shut the hell up. <laughs> yeah. This is yeah. not. This is not the time for conversation, man. Like, yo. Do you guys ever watch the Karate Kid? You guys that remember? Yeah. Okay, so remember when he's like doing the up down, the the up down wax, painting, the wax off, wax off, or, wax off, yeah. wax off. I was thinking about that, and first off, totally ridiculous that like certain moves would be would translate into karate mm-hmm. because eh. it's but they could be tai chi because yeah that's slow i'd see more tai chi <laughs> yeah be tai yeah. chi that would not be as good of a kids movie though is the tai chi no kid. <laughs> <laughs> very <laughs> slow and very boring no the tai was, chi yeah. kid is like this kid's so calm yeah this kid the yeah, calmest just... kid the calmest kid in the in the eastern california valley you know just no uh... he, he's not a kid at that point he's like an 87 year old korean woman like in the park <laughs> yeah yeah just, <laughs> just getting yeah, beat that's up that's a very getting... that's a very boring movie the yeah, tai getting... chi. yeah. <laughs> the, the tai chi kid oh my god just getting beat up by an, a 15 year old <laughs> god so I, don't, I could see that though. I feel like a lot of like meditative exercises could really just be a way that we like substitute doing what like menial work or just like simple work, other like in former times and like exercise is kind of the same thing. Like very much so. We, people didn't used to exercise. That was not a thing. There was no yeah. like gym or fitness or like like really like i mean there's conceptions of health in the sense that you didn't get like a disease but like what do you who and like what peasant in like the 17th century is like fuck man my abs look like shit like no one (laughs) (laughs) yeah they were i mean the the whole beauty standard was to be like pale and frail and shit or whatever anyway you know i mean my my whole thing is is like i want to I want to be there when we figure out like daily washing, you know, like, Oh, every day do this, do this again tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Cleaning. Cleaning. Yeah. Cleaning. Lots. Who is the, who is the first person to sort of figure that out? Uh, like, we gotta, we gotta smell good. Well, okay. Okay. This is a highly dependent because you could say that germ theory goes back into the enlightenment in the 19th century. But in certain areas of Paris, you're 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 still gonna get a a stinkier <laughs> group of people who are washing less until probably what like 1980. <laughs> like yeah. that, you're not getting daily washing in Paris uh, uh, or France. No, not nasty, nasty, a uh, nasty people with degenerate diseases. I mean, I don't mind a little uh, a little like a little funk, you know. 
yeah loads dude, of toilets dude some people do stink though and like they are unabashed about it like i have a friend of yeah. a friend who like is a very nice person maybe a little bit naive but she stinks like she she stinks and my friend has been like yo I think you stink. And they, and, and this other person is just like, no, oh, I don't care. And it's just like, no, dog, you stink. You're, you, no, affect, yeah, no. you, you affect the room that you're in. Like it's, I give, like, I give yeah. everybody maybe once or twice to be ripe, you know, ripe happens, but yeah, um, sure, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or occasionally or whatever, but yeah, no, we shouldn't be taking pride in the funk. Dude, that's off putting. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, no, you, it affects the room. It's, you're not, the worst person I've ever smelled, dude. The worst person I ever smelled. It was this guy. I think his name was like TJ, and he was a like a. Oh person. well, your name. His name is initials. What do you expect? The, uh, oh yeah, that's a bad thing. Yeah, the junk. Uh, and uh, he just he it was like 2012, 2013 in Portland, and the Portland comedy scene. There was a great show that happened at this place called the Tonic Lounge, and TJ would show up occasionally. And I am not joking. You could smell TJ minimum nine feet ten feet away like if you got within Jeez. that if you got within the tj circle it was just the sort of TJ like bad it was bad bad just like like the way a skunk spells bad where it's just sort of it's a combo of everything some people like, like that dude some people are into their own funk and i'm like here's the thing though next thing you know this is going to be like a, like a thing we shouldn't be talking about like this is like body shaming body scent shaming or some shit you got to be shame. careful Scent oh, shaming or something, oh, yeah. Oh, dude, you guys, if you guys want to hang out on the other side of the line, I respect and am fine with that. I will go. Let's on say record. some. Let's say some scent slurs. <laughs> yeah. Don't say. Don't <laughs> say the. Don't say the stink word. Don't say. Yeah. The stink we're word. being. Yeah, we're being scentists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I will go on the. I will go on record as being the anti anti stink anti anti body funk anti funk. Oh, I mean, there's a there's a level. Okay, look, there's a level of body funk that's okay. You know, you know what? This is just a, like a, like a body funk. This is like a personal body smell. And then there's ah. this like uh, there's like a stink. There's like a stink. This is uh, this is not boding well for either of us. I don't like this. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Skeeve. There we go, dude. <laughs> that was amazing. Really? That was a bit of a. Oh, no, I tried. That was, I don't know. That was actually really amazing, though. I'm not. I, I liked it. I liked it. Look, I, no one's going to be judging people in the middle of July in New York. You know, it's going to be right. it's just it's just hot. You know, no, it's a little garbagey outside to begin with. But if I could smell you in the winter, like <laughs> you're doing a thing, <laughs> you're doing a fucking on. thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, uh, you're sweating and you're wearing clothes. Yeah, how do you smell that much? It's yes. so much. It's so yeah, much yeah. effort. It's going through the clothes too. You know, unless you're one of those guys who puts on like I, man, again, fucking insane comics who I will not name, but like I stayed at their house once, and I watched this guy who stunk go into the shower, take a shower, and come out in the same goddamn sweats that he was was wearing on the way in. And this oh, he put the same clothes on. They stunk. They it was. Why do you put the same clothes back on? Because he's a degenerate. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just unnecessary. Um, That's unnecessary. Yeah. I mean, speaking of unnecessary pervasive, 
you know, things in our society that we can't really do anything about, you know, sometimes people get caught up in pyramid schemes. Whoa! I didn't know how you were gonna land that. (laughs) Yeah, like uh, like that gym, like that gymnast and who broke her ankle, (laughs) where everyone's just like, oh God. Uh, I hope she's she's okay. The landing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. landing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's amazing. Dude, I want to say from personal experience, I have never been involved with an MLM before, but I think it's funny because ever since I've moved to New York City, one thing I do see a little bit more is sort of like weird, pervasive, kind of sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't. Sometimes it comes in the form of a of a, a Honda CRV with a large you know, uh, Herbalife decal on it. Sometimes it's just, you know, <laughs> going by like a, a sort of like a, 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 um, a space that is, looks a little bit more um, industrial that has another logo for like a thing where you're like, that's not, a, that's not real, you know? Um, but I do see it more here in New York. I, I've definitely seen my fair share of people. More MLMs? I've seen more MLMs here. Maybe I wasn't paying attention when I lived I mean, on the West Coast. There's also just more capitalism here. Sure, sure, yeah. So there's going to be a mix of it more. Just I think that's Yeah, I, I mean, I guess it's also, I, I see a lot of Herbalife. I see a lot of Herbalife around. Oh, um, yeah. But like, I'm kind of surprised, I, or maybe I just wasn't paying attention of like, you know, I feel like the West Coast is more- um, Cults. Well, no, not that. Well, that's that's a different type of multi-level marketing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, the 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 oils, the concentrated the oil, oils. The, the oils out west. Uh, yeah, you'd love your essential oils. Because, because essential that links oils. into the uh, alternative living, alternative lifestyle, alternative medicine sort of thing. You know, that's that. Uh, what do they call that? That's that. Uh, it's like homeopathy, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Autism prevention. Uh, <laughs> wait, what? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. No, no, no. For real though, 2014 was an incredibly contentious year in Portland, Oregon, because we had a put fluoride in the water referendum. And uh, let me tell you, uh, the people came out against that. And oh. they did not put fluoride in the water because so many people were like, you're putting back it. You're going to give my kid out of that. Like it was, that, that wasn't an episode of Portlandia. No, uh, it, it was not. It was not. And let me tell you right now, Portland is still the, the largest city in the country without a fluoridated water system. And uh, the, the, get, the, the crazies came out for it, for sure. You guys are going to get like British people teeth. No, that was a real, that was a real thing. Like teachers were just sort of like, I've taught in multiple, in multiple states and multiple counties. And by large, the teeth of the children in Portland are the worst. (laughs) 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 And I was like, yeah, dude, uh, people here, uh, people seem to forget that in the 1970s, it was like a big white supremacist hub. And it's not just like, it's not just a, a fun, a fun place. Where you can wear a goofy hat and be like, I'm just a little weirder than most. Oh, people. weird! Yeah, like, well, uh, keep Portland weird. Things. It's like keep Portland wearing funny hats. You guys aren't weird. You're just you're cute. It's cute. New York, New York's weird. Okay, 
Your guys' is weird is like naked bike ride. Ours is like naked homeless man on the subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not paying attention to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We is we have our uh, we have our own set of of weird that is 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 entirely different. Um, although Paul I will like, it is really funny though when you run across a New Yorker who like has sort of bought into like a really classic New Yorker who's just sort of like, bro, dude, bro, have you fucking checked out these oils, bro? They're fucking cleaning up my sinuses. <laughs> <laughs> it gets real funny. It gets real funny when you combine that accent with uh, pseudoscience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so Elsie, Eli, tell us about uh, some, some, of the, some of the latest offerings that you're here to provide for us. Or- Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've never been in like a name brand, this is a pyramid scheme. Okay. Um, okay. But I've always known. Whenever I entered one, like I, that's why when people are like I didn't know, I'm like you gotta know on a, on the level. This is a scam. I used to sell energy wristbands at the mall at the kiosk in the middle of the mall, and my whole job was to get was to make you do this like test, this body test or whatever to test your strength and flexibility when you're wearing the wristband and when you're not wearing the wristband. It's a whole bunch of smoke and mirrors. It's yeah. all fake. I remember. Uh, I remember the wristband. I I, yeah, I saw a commercial a for it. Wristband. Yeah. 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 Uh, do you know anything about the origins wristband. of it? What's what's up with it? Well, it's it's nothing. There's nothing with it. It's a it's a regular like Livestrong band. Like these bands were getting made for like three cents a piece, and we were selling them for thirty dollars. It's just a regular rubber wristband. There's nothing cool about it, right? But I would tell you it's like uh, it's like made with like ionic volcanic ash or something, or yeah, yeah, something with some fucking ions or something with the magnetic field of your all bullshit, all bullshit. I was just really good at bullshitting. That's would they why give I was you? Good. Would they give you parameters to no, uh, like okay, so talking mom- points? No, I think my boss was either really, 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 he really believed it, or he uh, was the best actor ever. And when you're a really good actor, it looks like you really believe it, right? right. Um, he actually would never give away the secret of how the uh, test was working. He would just do it over and over on me until I could feel the difference. He wasn't a method he, actor, he was a method multi-level marketing salesman. One one day I was late for work and he asked me, he was like, you all right? I was like, ugh, lady time happened. He was like, oh, okay, yeah, I totally understand. I got three daughters or whatever. He's like, did you sleep with the wristband on last night? I was like, no. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, my my daughters tell me if they they, they wear the wristband, their their cramps aren't so bad. Did you, did you? I was like, oh, oh, ha, 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 ha. Oh no! Wait, you're serious. Oh, exactly. <laughs> um, and I couldn't tell how much of this guy was super serious and how much of this guy was just, uh, oh my god, it was hilarious. Um, but no, he never gave me any. I mean, the other thing was I had a notebook full of all the things this uh, wristband was gonna help you with. Like literally, pick it, say it, you name it, the wristband works. And I would figure that out through like a, a series of like just some regular questions I might ask, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. What do you do for a living? You know. Oh, what do you, what do you do for a living? Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, that's that's sure to cause a lot of stress, you know. 
everything causes fucking stress, right? Like, what am I fucking doing? I'm just what do, you do for, what do you do for a living? I meditate all day. Just yeah, you know, wow. just, all day. <laughs> <laughs> you must be, you must get thirsty. Right? No matter what you're suffering from, I would say that the wristband would help you get rid of. If you drank, it would help you get over a hangover. If you smoked weed, it would get weed out of your system. If you needed energy, it would give you energy. If you needed to go to sleep, it'll help you go to sleep. This one fucking wristband was gonna be the, you know, it was gonna save your fucking life. So how did and, you get from? Yeah, do you know anything about like? Had you seen this in other cities or other malls? Like I assume you sold this at the mall, oh, right? Yeah. They do wristbands. They do these like ionic necklaces. Like like baseball players apparently wear these necklaces a lot. Like it's like a twisted braided up thing or whatever. Oh my god, that's I that the <laughs> yeah. Or they do the ionic. Uh, they do the ionic bands. Um, where it's like uh or oh have you seen like the copper the copper top? Have you seen that? The copper copper things? Copper fit? Um, copper fit. Oh co okay. Copper is funny because copper, elemental copper, is goofy and like it's a very fun element because like there are like elements of purifying things to it, but people love to do the thing where they're like, Yeah, if you take this copper ball and you put it exactly. in, in your yeah. room it'll it'll clean everything and it's like well i mean maybe if the ball is right in front of your face and you don't ever touch it really but like Wait, you can't copper cleans the air if it's right in front of your face and you don't there's touch it? there's an element of like, copper does something it, it like the uh, <laughs> yeah, it, does. Okay, it does it it does something I mean, but I, it's nothing that i would like i think it, you can easily or measurably say you know so uh, copper copper oxidizes, which means it turns green, right? Well, cop That's like well, the copper, <laughs> which means it, copper, it, it decays. Like that's all I know. Well, it's 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 it's, 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 ion, it's ionic <laughs> copper. I mean, it is ionic copper. It's because what happens is like I mean IUDs, uh, intrauterine uh, oh, devices. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. they are some of them are copper, and it's because the ions that are, are emitted from copper, like, fuck up sperm. I still think the thing I was doing was bullshit. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah no, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, you're so if I wore copper underwear, I would become David, David. <laughs> David? That... No, That's no, David. Yeah. <laughs> you said that the sperm would get fucked up from not the copper. Exactly how it works, Dave, chill out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> David. <laughs> yeah, I've also done um I've also sold uh like you know, those chocolates or whatever. They're they're all the same looking. So wait, I wanna I mean, finish I wanna finish up on the bracelet. Tell us what yeah. is the wildest thing that's happened to you. With with the, with this bracelet sales and how long did you do it for? Oh, it only lasted for like uh, for, it was it popped up in the mall about two months before Christmas, lasted about another two months after Christmas. Oh. Uh, the best part about it was the mall was right next to uh, right next to the college, the community college, and one of the community oh. colleges <laughs> would walk past every day on his way to like the. Um, food court and he'd like walk past and if he caught any of us talking to somebody he'd be like scam 
scam. So apparently at some point, him and my boss got into it and nearly had a fist fight about <laughs> about the bracelets being a scam and the uh the professor was trying to like fuck up the hustle. You know, I'm like, hey man, you can't you can't fuck there, up the hustle. Like, there was a professor who was doing it or it was just a guy? It's a professor from the college. Oh, that's oh okay. That's a that's a weird flex. You're a professor at a at a community college, and that's like your high horse. <laughs> yeah, that's his thing. Is that the is that the kiosk in the mall is scamming people, which we are. Um, but like, come on, man, it's the mall. Like, go the fuck away. Like, it's <laughs> all all every kiosk is a scam. It's kind of like happens at a mall kiosk, you know. This guy like probably like opposes the minimum wage and is also you know he's just a scold. He's just, he's just not. A... He's just not a happy guy. It's like let people <laughs> sell the it's just let people sell the fake shit. Everyone has to eat. Let's just let I don't know. That's just, what yeah. I was saying. Let us be and sell our fake shit, dude. Chill out. Yeah, it does. It does. I mean, I guess it is. It is. But I like I. It's obvious that like, you know, like, oh yeah, all the stuff in the mall is a, is a scam is like half in jest. But then like, when I really think about it, I think about like all the times that like I've walked through a mall and I've seen like another kiosk that has like a million cell phone cases. Like, like, yeah. like, oh, yeah. like a, a, a bunch of them. And then I think to myself like, well, yeah, like cell phone cases are a scam because conservatively people replace their cell phone now like every year or every two years. So you're just buying something that's not even going to, that's going to be completely irrelevant. Plus, if you buy, it's also one of those things where it's like, if you're, if you're buying from, if you're buying a cell phone case from the kiosk in the mall, it's just like, maybe, maybe you shouldn't have a phone. Like <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> you gotta nationalize OtterBox. And then, like, give that to everybody. All right, take that away from them. The problems as it is. If yeah. you're, I mean, and I would tell people the craziest things, you guys. Like, I remember, like, the first couple of days, I was just like, I can't sell this shit because this is so. Like, my, I see my boss. He, we were. I'm from, you know, um, Virginia, so it's, you know, large military presence or whatever. Yeah. Uh, right. He told this guy that. He was coming back from Iraq. His arm was all bandaged up. He told the guy that, no. the, that the wristband would help him regrow this, the, the flesh that was, like, knocked out by the IED. I'm like, nothing does that. Nothing does that. And the guy brought it. No. Come Oh, my. Come on. Yo, I mean, yo, and I was and it worked. And <laughs> it worked. <laughs> I mean, honestly... I ad admire that to I admire it to an extent because it was one of those things where like I, I've been in salesperson positions as well or, or just sort of like general customer service things and like I just I was like I gotta tell the truth about how this iPhone is shitty like you, know, like, you don't need Apple Care oh god like it would it would kill me like. I mean, I, see, that's different, though. That's like something that somebody may not be able to tell right away. You should know that this wristband is not going to help you sober up in the morning. And yeah. so I would send them shit like that, and people would believe me. I mean, I would also try to drop in some, like, real information. Like, I told this woman one time, she says her um, 
her 14 year old daughter crying all the time in her room all the time or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. she sounds like she's 14 and depressed and just like some regular 14 year old shit. Right. Yeah. But, and the wristbands were $30. So I told the lady, I was like, the wristbands help with energy and, you know, maybe she'll pep up and have a little more energy or something. And I, I sold her three wristbands, so $90 worth of wristbands. Uh. At the very end, I told her, I was like, you know, if the wristbands don't work, you should probably see about taking it to a psychiatrist or a doctor. I was like, this does sound like normal teenager stuff, but if you're really worried, I don't think the wristband's going to do everything. Right. That's very interesting. Well, I guess, actually, this is a um, uh, interesting follow-up. Were you in a particularly affluent part of Virginia? Were you getting like wine bombs coming in, checking out the wristbands? Or were, were, we, were you getting oh, middle class, lower class? I what was going on? Everybody, because the, the hood is right next to this place, too. So okay. I'm getting a little bit of everybody. I'll tell you this. I didn't let black folk buy them. You oh. say again? Say again? I did not let black folks buy them. <laughs> You're just like, move along, move along, move along. <laughs> no, they don't do it. I would do a whole demonstration on them. I would pretend like I'm actually about to sell it or whatever, and then I would tell them the real deal. If you still wanted to buy it afterwards, like, who am I to stop you? But, you know, I'd tell them, you know, these, these things kind of don't really work. It's mind over matter or whatever, whatever. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, I wouldn't like yeah. have black people go without me telling them that I think it's a scam. Yeah. <laughs> Did you make a lot of money from it? I made a fuck ton of money, dude. <laughs> I mean, I made a fuck ton of money because one, once I got over the, once I got over the fact that it's a snake oil and I'm selling snake oil or whatever, um, I, I I went all in. I'm I'm a good salesperson, man. Like I will tell you, yeah, I wear this. It helps me, like it helps me last in bed longer. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I, I I I took this. I wore two of them and cleared my piss up for a piss test. Like fuck yeah. And people, here's the thing: people want to believe. They That's really right. want to. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, dude. People, well, I I mean, it, I it mean, gives them hope. That's that's yeah, priceless, man. That's all I'm doing is selling you hope and dream in a fucking uh, in a fucking wristband. wristband. <laughs> okay, now I want to know about uh, unless unless Danny, you had one more thing. No, I I I'm curious. Did you remember your question? Yeah. No, it was. I mean, it was really just my <laughs> point. But it was really just like the point of just this is selling inspiration. And yes, yes. that like you are the, the, in some ways like you are the product. And it's just like the same way that people want to get like cleaner for what, what are those things like you put into the dryer to make sure that your clothes Fabric don't stick together. Fabric softener does nothing, absolutely worthless, but it makes you feel like you're doing something to make your clothes dry better or in a more responsible yeah. way or in yeah. a more like meaningful way. And it, it makes you feel like, you know what? Like my clothes are better and I treat myself better and I am gonna sleep better and I'm going to look better. And really fabric softener is confidence. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, it, and it, then it, of course it also brings into, I mean, it's, I mean, you, you, you get into a real philosophical quandary because it's like, what if somebody was just placeboed the shit out of themselves and then like got that job interview that they were like, I'm too nervous, but the bracelet helped well, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, con stands for confidence, man. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not yeah. necessarily conning you. I'm, I'm putting. You like, okay, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm conning you out of some money or whatever. But like, if you really do feel better after this, then who, who the fuck am I? You're got a lucky rock. It, yeah, gonna, it's it's a lucky rock. It's a lucky rock that costs ten dollars, and Elsa's gonna sell it to you. Yeah, you're buying me, baby. It's all about me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you like. It, and it's like, if you don't want to buy anything at the mall, if you don't know what you want to buy, but you want to get something at the mall, but you don't really feel like candy or like ice cream or something like that. It's like I brought this cool little totem thing for me. Yeah. And you yeah. had a show. You had a show. You had LC like come up talking about how it's going to make your dick smaller. And, and that's cool. You know, you want your dick to be smaller. And that, that's, you know, uh, for, uh, for, <laughs> Uh, counterpoint, David. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people believe that. <laughs> I, know I think I have a feel, I don't think people like dick, dick smaller. David is doing a little. Dave, well, okay. Well. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. So look, that sounds like a, a worthwhile endeavor, but that's not necessarily a pyramid scheme, right? Yeah. Like a yeah. pyramid yeah. scheme is where you know you are selling something and you get a cut of but really what you're selling is like a business model and you're yeah. selling uh, you get a cut of the of the person of the next salesperson's sales i and, do remember that there was a guy in my home scene that got into uh a mlm about tea Ooh. tea tea is a big mlm thing these days yeah yeah instant tea and coffee mlm and um he almost got clowned out of the out of the uh out of the scene everyone's like yeah you know this is he would bring them he'd bring the uh the coffee and tea samples to to shows and open mics it was oh, it was awesome. oh, oh my god no yeah and then one, one time he did a show and the show was you know of course it was a comedy show but it was also about getting people no, no, yeah. you've made a bringer even worse than a bringer. Wow, that is wait, so wait, impressive. Wait, wait, wait. So, so there is this comic in Virginia, and he would have bringer comedy shows that were actually just multi-level marketing scheme meetings. You can't, I didn't think you could do something worse than make a bringer comedy. I'd like... The oh, I don't. Could you do anything further than than like a quick like Kyle Hitler at the end of that to make it any worse? You truly couldn't. You truly could not. You know. God. Hey, yeah. hey, hey! Do you think I can send my my tape to uh to 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 uh to I don't know to Montreal? I don't know. You think that they might like it after like? <laughs> You know what, though? Um, you I'm, know gonna, what? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send this multi-level marketing scheme video to just for laughs. No, look, real at, real talk. At this point, if you got to be a comic that went to just for laughs, that I there is a non-zero chance. I'm putting it at least fifteen percent that you could convince one of the one of the agents or like industry people there to 
to buy some of your stuff. Like they are not the brightest bunch in in, in the bushel. They are they are there to, to solely to be parasitic, and you you just so, out parasite them. So how long was this guy doing this selling tea thing? He was doing it for quite some years before uh... years. Yeah, I think he's yeah he's doing it for at least a year or two before everyone got fucking sick and tired of it. Oh, so did he have another job? How did he support himself? Was he selling that much tea? No, he was not. No, he wasn't selling any tea, dude. There was there was like zero <laughs> tea happening at all. But uh... he, was just to, he, he was really trying to get his downline. You know, then he was trying to get other comics. Like, and that's what's really awful. You know, we're all miserable and poor. Don't involve us in that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that that I think is where the you know the multi level marketing thing kind of it, it really takes a dark turn because you know if a if like a weird upper middle class like white lady is selling other upper middle class white ladies you know oils and stuff like that and they're not hurting each other it's kind of just sort of like eh, you know like whatever. But once you get yeah. like the poor involved and like you see the poor, dude. No, yeah. no, don't do don't that and like and then you know like that that's the weird thing. And I mean I think it's obviously worth mentioning that like you know people's lives have been ruined by these kinds of things and even Absolutely. the upper even the upper middle class white ladies might find themselves in a position where like you know their 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 MLM is having them destroy their lives and absolutely way, yeah. you know? and the start and like the starter kit that you're required to get it can be in the thousands of dollars oftentimes yeah, depending upon the mlm yeah that uh that starter kit can be quite a quite a job huge debt i mean it is it, it's basically a uh like a mortgage or something that you're just thrown on depending to on I mean, there's a. I, I've had some girlfriends who were in on the uh, the sex toys MLM, the pleasure parties. Wait, really? There's a there's a sex toys MLM. There's a sex toys MLM. Yeah, it's, they're called pleasure parties, dude. I forget the name of the brand. Um, but it seemed like for a while, all of my girlfriends and all of my girlfriends' friends were doing these pleasure parties. You know, we're all lesbians. We need extra toys and shit. Mm-hmm. Um. It yeah. felt like all of my friends were doing these uh, sex party MLMs or whatever. And I would go at first thinking, that, like, this is going to be a sex party. No. <laughs> Wait, okay, okay. You're going to have to fully describe this because I have never heard of this before. So like, you thought it was an orgy. This is and like it was a, a multi-level yeah. marketing scheme. <laughs> no! <laughs> and, it's a, and it's a bringer show. Oh, my God. <laughs> it turned an orgy into a bringer show. God damn it! So tell us where it was like. When did you? How many? How many? How many times have you run into this? And like, in what context? Like, are you going to people's apartments and you think yeah. it's like an orgy? You typically go to you typically go to your homegirl's apartment or whatever, and you know it's done like it's a ladies' night or whatever. So there's like drinks and and fun little stuff, almost even maybe like a bachelorette style sort of situation, you oh, know. Yeah. And um, one of the one of the women there is selling, you know, or someone's coming to sell uh, toys. And what they also like try to do is like get you a little drunk and liquor it up, so you're like in the mood to spend some money, 
you know? Yeah, of course, of course. And do they like, is there like actual sex that like happens or does it stay platonic? No, no oh it's still, it's, it's a bunch of repressed women, usually. Oh yeah. Um, do you expect there to be- in a perfect chef party where like, you know, they uh, explain what each item does, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. Is somebody they might like, have ones they pass around. Does, does somebody like raise their hand at some point and the and the, and they're just sort of like, so did, should I like bring a bowl and we put our keys in it or like can we start doing this? No, it's nowhere as sexy as you think it is. It's it's honestly very dry. These things are very dry. And then she tries to get you to buy one or two or the starter kits right there, so you can you know you can get your discount if you get a starter kit. You can either buy or you can become a merchant. And if you can become a merchant, yeah. then you get a discount. The sex, they, the sexpert. So they like, it allows you to call yourself a sex expert or whatever, when all you're really fucking doing is just selling sex toys, some of which are of questionable quality. You know, these aren't the best. No, no. Are they made of, yeah, are they, so, like, are they, so, are they, are they, are they, are they, like, uh, at, like the you get it the stuff you would get at the sex shop, but it's like made cheaply or whatever. Ionic and volcano it's, sex it's, toys. It's, uh, yeah, no. Yeah, they no. That's like uh, that was like a I think a big contention actually, and it makes a lot of sense now because like every once in a while you would hear of or if you had like a uh, you know a weekly a weekly free newspaper oftentimes there would be like ads in the back where like there'd be like a you know a, a sex shop that would you know take out advertising yeah. and in portland the one that advertised um you know you heard about it and you eventually learned like oh they're not just like a sex toy store like they tried to source their stuff like more um you know so it's like less cruel or something yeah. is happening where it, it there's a quality control to the stuff. Not stuff but then you have it's yeah you're definitely describing an mlm thing where they're just sort of like oh no the these things get made in the same factory as the dog toy factory <laughs> like, exactly. like there, there is like not the vibrator in it is meant to break after like 30 hours of use you know yeah, yeah so yeah. like what do they like sell as the thing that makes them stand out is it, it like is it volcanic ash vibrators like <laughs> No, I think it's the whole thing is like it's sex toys for women designed by women, you know, because that's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is the, because they imagine the, the sex toy, um, the sex toy market is oversaturated with, with women's products made by men, so it's not, mm. it's still not comfortable. Yeah, yeah, it's it. That's. Yeah, that's ooh. see. This is m maybe one of the more nefarious ones I've ever heard of because it really is t touching on a subject that is still, in largely anyway. I mean, obviously, in more like leftist and liberal circles, it's you know people are a little bit sometimes a little bit more open to that stuff. But you get a bunch of like you know normal ass, you know normal Betty, you know Karens, Betty's and Karens. Yeah, yeah, you get a lot of those people and like. Uh, it's this false, this false sort of like, uh, oh, we're we're empowering each other, and it's just like, okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's using the discourse of like progressivism, but using it to like exploit it through capitalism ultimately. Exactly. 
Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's a little weird in in that aspect where it's still kind of like uh, it's still kind of like exploiting, and in one half it's good, and on the other half it's exploiting. So yeah, it's one of those sort of situations. And the and the stuff isn't that good, you say? I mean, like if the if it was good quality stuff, then it's not even good quality stuff. No, and you don't get to hook up at those parties, and the, and there's no hooking up, so it's definitely. It's definitely bad all around. It's not what I thought it was going to be. I came in. I came in already with my sex toys. Yeah. <laughs> ready um, to go. I was ready. I just I like was ready, and I felt disappointed. Dude, I love the visual of 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 somebody like coming into this sort of this this party, and they have like a just like a regular bag or a purse or something like that, and they take it off, and they're just sort of like who's ready and like you're just like you've got like something or like a dildo or something like halfway out of the bag and they're like we're here to and it's like we're going to talk about empowerment and then you're just like uh oh, back, in, <laughs> back in the bag yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is not this is not the oh okay no okay no that's cool that's cool it's cool it's cool it's cool i wasn't thinking anything else no no, no. <laughs> oh you brought you brought a pyramid chart oh cool yeah i brought cool. a marker this is a marker i'm taking notes <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know how it goes. Yeah, you're just like, will you excuse me for a second? I gotta go to the bathroom to. I gotta take a. I gotta take something out of my ass. Hold on a second. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're gonna have to give me. You're gonna have to give me a second. I gotta. I gotta get this thing out of my ass. I can't. I can't sit like this <laughs> for an hour and a half. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. So. Do you know, like, friends of yours, have they, like, fallen for these uh, sexpert things, or have you lost yeah, people? Yeah, I've, to... I've had girlfriends all in it, fam, thinking that they were that, that they were sexperts, you know? Did they lose money out of it? Yeah, well, I mean, I was, I was, uh, the girls, the friends, girlfriends that I knew were smart enough maybe not to continue with it, but, yeah, mm. I had one friend who had, like, a trunk like a trunk full of this like sample merchandise or whatever that never sold. Oh, that the starter kit itself is about two, three hundred dollars because you gotta essentially buy one of every item they have. So you can demo it and show it to people. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, I can that's you know, I think that's sort of the um you know, we were talking about totems a second ago, but that is the totem of the mar the multi-level marketing scheme very often is some person with a fucking you know, ninety-eight accord with stuff in the trunk that is part of their MLM that they cannot yeah. sell. <laughs> oh yeah. That's, that's just stuck. It's just stuck there. I feel like MLM culture and car culture are so tied together. Like I can't imagine really doing someone doing an MLM scheme on the subway. No. <laughs> like, I mean, well, the only way it works is that it's because it's your friend. It's because it's your friend. It's your friend from church. You know, it's it's somebody in your group. That's why you see like I'm pretty sure that's why all my girlfriends all at once we're all into it because it's like they attract friend groups whole groups of people yeah it, it totally it totally bleeds that that's why those things prolifer proliferate uh it's so the, that's the network because you got to have those little parties like 
I watched. Did you guys ever watch that show? Did you guys ever watch that show, Big Love? Uh, heard, about I heard about it. It was about the Mormons, and one of the one of the wives, because it's a, it's the polygamous. The one of the wives, she gets into this MLM, and it's all about this like natural, like energizing Jello. I swear to God, it's like it's like energy. It's like ener- the QAnon folks. They're all layered in there together, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. The rise of MLM, the the re-rise of MLM, like, corresponds very, like, lays right on top. It's a perfect circle. The Venn diagram is a perfect circle of folks who buy into MLMs and folks who uh, QAnon. Yeah. Well, well, it's also a demo. It's something to believe in. We also we also have like stage two of MLM stuff too because I don't know if there's ever been a precipitous drop off in how they you know like were they more popular in a certain era or not but I could say without a shadow of a doubt that I am positive that the MLM has just like skyrocketed since Instagram you know social media in general just like people where they they got the they got the front facing camera and they're like. All right, everybody, we're about to do a sale. Yeah. It's gonna be great. You know, like let's mm. do this. You know, I, I mean, if I were to guess, I would have said maybe there was a small drop off in like the mid aughts. You know, because I could definitely see like I I remember like Herbalife and stuff like that yeah. being more popular in the eighties and nineties. But then that shit, you know, it shot right back up once you have mm-hmm. w- once Instagram is on the scene. You know, then yeah. that well, shit could just spread because of the social aspect of MLMs, I think it's, this is uh, fostered by all social media, really, you know, it's so, and it's really easy, especially on, um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a social media marketing course right now. Um, and it's really easy for, um, especially Facebook and Instagram to be effective, uh, advertising tools. One, because you're already there because of your friends and family. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we are we are a visual person. So if I a see this product over and over and over and I see it over and over and over from my friend, it actually doesn't matter if the product works, if it's trustworthy. You know what I'm saying? My friend's doing it. I have to. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, and, and I mean, it, the it's kind of like your, your your boss that you were describing where the grift and the um the truth or whatever version of the truth they know gets totally muddled by the end because i have i my my best friend like sort of jokingly follows this one woman on instagram because she does something that is like a pseudo you know mlm where it's more of like a nutrition based thing so there's some elements of actual science that's going into it you know like you know as far as as far as like getting fit or whatever, but all her posts, they just, um, they bleed together. There's no distinguishing, you know, line any any way between sort of like, I'm talking about a smoothie that I made, but also I'm kind of just an annoying person who like takes pictures of their dumb kid and their and their like ugly husband and stuff like that, but, but the smoothie's back, you know, and it just gets, it just gets totally, totally mushed together and it's just like these people's lives become so entrenched with what is ultimately kind of a scam and also like everything gets wound up in your personal life too like you're looking up your favorite movie on google and then google has an advertising agreement with 
your with Instagram or something like that, and then it's going to get cross pollinated, and that your movie is going to an advertisement for the movie is going to show up on Instagram, and then after that, some random new product is going to show up, and then your best friend at a wedding is going to show up, and it's just like okay, well I like two out of the three, I automatically like the third, I'm automatically going to like this product. Yeah, it's weird subliminal shit. Like, again, you see a person on Instagram posting stuff and maybe they're just being like, hey, just went on a nice walk. But in the back of that picture, there's a smoothie, you know? And it's just one of those weird, <laughs> it's, those weird it's that weird thing. It's where it's just like, it's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, and that's the, I mean, again, with marketing in general, ubiquitousness is, uh, is supposed, is, is a thing. So much that you stop noticing it. Yeah. There, has yes. to, there has to be a point where you don't notice it, then you notice it, and then you stop noticing it. That's that's sort of the trend or how how you know things should go in the um in the marketing thing. You know, we want you to really really be hyper aware of our product, and then we want it to sink to the back of your mind. You know, and it's uh with the with the MLMs or the multi level marketing or whatever, it's um it's very nefarious because it's your friends. You, one of the things that we do with brand is that we we put we we smush brand identity into our own identity. So for like I said, it's you know my boss. I don't know how much of this he really believed and how much he you know was actually taking on and really believing, or how much was the the the, the scam or whatever. But it doesn't matter because he's how much of it is real. It's all real. How much of it is fake? It's all fake, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it it it's uh like you said ubiquity. It's just the lines totally totally gone at that point. Yeah. And that's the that's like the focus. That's like sort of the main point of the marketing is to get that line to fade. So that when now when you see like you said when you see your friend's post and it's her um it's her kids and then it's the smoothies and then it's her husband and then it's the smoothies. You they want she, she, you know she wants you to uh, 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 associate the smoothies with her lifestyle and yeah. look, look at all the fun things look at all the fun things I'm into and the smoothie smoothie yeah and, and if you if you have to get out of it then it is just a a whole to do i mean and, and like it's like you, yeah it's it's what you were saying earlier about qAnon where it's just sort of like if you if you like dug down deep into the recesses of a person's mind uh, who was a firm QAnon believer, you know, you would find doubt. You'd find something. You'd find something there where, like, ultimately, you know, there is a, you know, you can tell this is caused by something else. But in order to deconstruct that and really actually make them stop believing in a thing, you have to, like, reprogram their whole life. Yeah. And if and MLM do a really good job of programming you too, you know, with the slogan mm -hmm. and the and the the support system and the you know go girl boss or you know, for, you know yeah yeah for guys you know you're you're a self made man you're an entrepreneur you know the messaging the messaging and so then if your you know business your AKA business your MLM starts to fail then oof this is so tied into my identity. This is so tied into my social group, my friend group, you know, mm -hmm. I, I can't, I can't say that I've been scammed. The sunk cost fallacy is too much for me to admit that yeah. I've, you know, been scammed means that I, I spent so much money into this it actually makes more sense 
for me to double down because maybe if I double down, it'll work. If I quit all the way, it'll never happen. Right. Yeah. It sounds like gambling <laughs> at this point. But, yeah. but it also, but it also sounds like most people's careers in, you know, like people's in jobs, like you get super invested in something, your whole social dynamic, your sense of self, your, uh, all of your time, money and energy is spent on your career. And then if you suddenly realize that it was meaningless or it's gotten you nowhere or you failed in it or it, it failed for other reasons unrelated to you, you're going to find ways to defend it and have it be tied to your entire thing. Like why do West Virginia, why does West Virginia still identify with coal miners, even though they've like, there's so few left in the, in the state, terrible mm. for the environment. All the profits have like been completely extracted and gone out of state well, to like they're wrong, but we feel like they would have to admit they're wrong to the entire thing yeah yeah and it's like and that's that's complicated and difficult because there is a thing where it's like look a person's lived experience is a person's lived experience so clearly you know the fact that if, if you know you want to go with the, the west virginia analogy it's one of those things where it's like yeah there was like a period of the 20th century where this was a you could make a you know a median like living off of it and what have you and uh i think it's it really is tied into like the economics of it is so intrinsic to it and um people like i like i was saying with the the mid-20th century thing it's like people are very unwilling to admit that that brief period of post-war you know abundance uh might have just been the exception to the rule uh, and if there was any kind of logic behind it, it was because we specifically made it so like there was a 90% like tax, you know, taxation rate if you made over a certain amount of money. And um, we're, we're still just sort of in that mode where it's like, it's really hard to admit what might actually be happening because it's incredibly painful, you know? <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely. Uh, well, this seems like a good place to wrap up. Um, I feel, thanks for coming on, Elsie, Eli. We always appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, where can yeah. we find you? What can you plug? Um, just find me on Twitter, dude. I don't have, you know, I just do the same old shit on Twitter. Uh, so that's at uh, Elsa, just Elsa. All three words, not just Elsa, because uh, then that's Disney. So Elsa, just Elsa. Yes. Elsa uh, just Elsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very good to know. My plug, of course, is that I still need a roommate. Please, people <laughs> out there. I just I just drywalled the bathroom. <laughs> I, know, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Come this guy's on. got everything. What else do you need but a drywall bathroom, people? Everything. Come on. That's um, yeah. Okay, hit up Danny if you need that. Follow us, uh, Ponzi underscore Scream on Twitter. And, uh, you know, like, submit comments, talk to us. We love to hear back from people. Uh, we just had one guy uh, talk, just told, told us about this really awesome, awesome, I, I used that in certain words, but like uh, a gun running Ponzi scheme in Omaha. Uh, yes. Just uh, shout out. Shout out to, to my people for, for, for talking to us on the chat. We want to hear about that sort of stuff. 
anyways, this has been Ponzi's Ponzi Scream. My name's David Bradley Eisenberg. Um, you know, everyone else here, we love you guys. Yeah. Danny's here. Danny is here. All right. Okay. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Bye.